0: Welcome back to The Coolest Show, your weekly dose of conversations that reimagine how black, indigenous, and brown people thrive in our environment. I'm your host, Rev Ewan, and in this episode, we'll be picking up right where we left off, Stop Cop City. Hip Hop Caucus has joined with activists, organizers, faith leaders, and Atlanta community who are calling for a Stop to Cop City. Defending the Willanee Forest in Atlanta, Georgia, and honoring the life of environmental activist Tortugita, who was killed by Atlanta police in January. The city of Atlanta has leased 381 acres of Willanee Forest, that's right, 381 acres of Willanee Forest, stolen Muskegee land, to the Atlanta Police Foundation. For a police military facility funded by corporations. This would be the largest police training facility in the U.S. in a primary black community who overwhelmingly opposed the project. The plans include military grade training facilities, a mock city to produce urban warfare, dozens of shooting ranges, and a Black Hawk helicopter landing pad. Before the show's recess, We heard from Kamu Franklin, of community movement builders, community organizer Yoniza Lone Wolf, and abolitionist organizer-poet Destiny Harris. The community has now petitioned the Municipal Court of Atlanta to get a ballot box vote on Cop City. In this Part 2 episode, we'll learn more about the history of the area surrounding the Willanee Forest the legacy of environmental racism, the community's work to get signatures, and the Atlanta way. Stay tuned. Welcome to The Coolest Show. All power to the people. This is The Coolest Show brought to you by hip-hop caucuses. Think 100%.
1: It's the coolest show you know. Keep the culture connected. It's the coolest show you know. In your ear, yeah, respect respected. Expert level information, entertainment, education. Rev here, we got you covered as you hit your destination. Climate rules everything around me. Cream. For those who lost smoke, close your eyes and just train Open your third eye, now the world is your off. Coolest, coolest show you know. It's the Hip Hop Caucus.
0: What's up, y'all? This is Rev Heward from the Hip Hop Caucus, and I'm here with Kiana Jones. Community movement builders, my dear sister, Reverend, also, right? (laughs) Yes, Reverend Jones. Uh, uh, so Kiana, is this so good to see you again?
1: Absolutely, very good to see you again, Rev.
0: And I saw you at the city council meeting here in Atlanta, stop pushing forward to stop Cop City. Mm -hmm. So, let's start there. What is Cop City?
1: Cop City is a 381 acre proposed militarized police training facility that would come equipped with a mock city wherein police officers would practice urban warfare, a burn tower where firefighters would supposedly be able to practice fighting fires, but it would also come with a firing range that would run... Maybe 24 hours, the same way the existing firing range close to that property runs. And also, this is where the Atlanta Police Department and other police entities that choose to train there would be trained by the Israeli Defense Force through the Georgia International Law Enforcement Exchange.
0: And what we also know people who don't know, Atlanta is sometimes called the city in the forest. Mm-hmm. And this particular force, the Will and Me mm-hmm. Force. Mm-hmm. It's considered the lungs of Atlanta, it is. right? So, and it sits around, talk about the neighborhood it sits in, the community it sits in, um, and why there?
1: So, yeah, that is my neighborhood where I was born and raised, where my granny still lives, Southeast Atlanta. And it is also in unincorporated Cab County. This is the blackest part of Southeast Atlanta. And it is the city in the forest because the Weevani Forest or the South River Forest as it was renamed after the Muscogee Creek people were run out of here right. and after the prison farm and after all of the other atrocities that happened to black bodies on that property and they so-called shut things down, the South River is one of the largest urban forests in the United States of America. And it is indeed one of the four lungs of the city of Atlanta, meaning that without that vital piece of green space, we can't breathe here. The last two days, we have had critical air quality alerts in the city of Atlanta, and no doubt, partly because they have already begun to raise those trees in that area. If we do not have the South River Forest in Southeast Atlanta, we literally cannot breathe. That piece of land and that neighborhood, I will tell you, has been the victim of environmental racism for quite some time. Growing up in that area, there were two landfills in the area that you could smell from miles around as you rode along Key Road, Constitution on the backside, Moreland Avenue um, to surround them. And the water of the South River has always been polluted and neglected by the city of Atlanta. The city of Atlanta has never cared about Southeast Atlanta because it an unincorporated in Cab County. But the reason why they are so adamant about this piece of land is not only the fact that they further get to disenfranchise Black people, but the people who live there and who are most directly affected, who live in the area immediately, can't even vote for the mayor or the council members who are making these decisions. So what we see at play is racialized capitalism in its worst form. We see a city council that is more intent on pleasing a police foundation than they are about taking care of the people that they are supposed to
0: serve. So, about the environmental justice aspects, Mm -hmm. Um, this is obviously they want to tear down a a large part of the forest, which is the the lungs that deals with clean air, clean water. Um, One, so about Tortuguita. Yes and talk about them and talk about then and the fourth defenders and then go into why this is a justice issue.
1: Okay. So this is an issue of environmental justice because as I mentioned before environmental racism has been happening in that community since I was born so I know it was happening before I was born and we say that not only because they chose to put landfills literally in people's backyards but the fact that you have a firing range where the lead from bullets will run off into the water that flows through the South River. The South River is the second most polluted river in the United States. So in this area where black people mainly live, you are willing to cut down trees so that the air quality is poor. Mind you, Atlanta is so congested at this point that the air quality has been going down for years, right? Now you would take and you would want to put a burn tower there to further pollute the air. I mentioned before that this is a residential area. There are two schools right on each side of that property. So McNair High School is literally like half a block away. Mm. Barack Obama Elementary School is around the corner. Mm. So black children deserve to hear gunfire 24-7. Black children deserve to be afraid every time they hear a loud noise. I moved from behind the forest a month ago because my eight-year-old son could not sleep and was terrified at all times of day. I'm a homeschool mom, so we're home during the day. My child was hearing gunshots all the time and didn't know what to do to to hear an eight-year-old shriek, but to see him tower down every time there's a loud noise to run, to duck, to try to hide behind something because he is afraid for his life. Mm -hmm. That is something. So when we talk about the air pollution, it's not just because of, first of all, any construction that's going on, which honestly, there's no construction, but there's deforestation happening. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What's happening with those construction vehicles is polluting the air, the work being done and the runoff from that Mm -hmm. is polluting the air, but also the sound, noise pollution from not only the construction vehicles, but also the firing range. Do you have any idea what it does to the minds of young children to constantly hear noise? So look at the effects of lead in water on the development of children. Couple that with the fact that constant noise pollution makes it impossible for them to consistently think critically because their minds, there's always their fight or flight response going off, right?
0: So that Baltimore, Freddie Gray.
1: Thank you. So the water's polluted. The air is polluted. But then you want to take away a green space that was deeded to DeKalb County in 2017 As land for the residents of DeKalb in perpetuity. I don't know what dictionary Andre Dickens is reading, but perpetuity means forever. And ever. And ever. So now you don't believe that people who live in that area deserve to be able to go into a forest and enjoy nature. You don't believe that people in that area deserve to commune with the land that nourishes them that nurtures their vision, that provides relaxation, meditation, all of these things that you know that we need to live holistically sound lives. You're not interested in that for the black people in Southeast Atlanta in unincorporated DeKalb, but you want to make sure they have it in Buckethead.
0: Right, so I want, I want to make sure we bring in Gita in, into mm-hmm. this conversation, but you made a point there about the man, I think it's important. You know. This is not, I don't want to don't buy the butt, but this, this ain't mm-hmm. Salt Lake City, Utah. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um home of Dr. Martin and Coretta Scott Kent. Mm-hmm. Home of uh John Lewis and Julian Bond.
1: hmm
0: Home of so many people.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um and if you're from Morehouse, home of Willie Rich mm-hmm. Mukasa and many, many other folks in that aspect. But it's that it's that home, sniff, core. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm confused as to how, particularly someone who comes from that that process, but even that and they don't mm-hmm. come directly, mm-hmm. but they just, they they are a person of color. Mm-hmm. How you could be here and not understand that you're just about some something seems to have gone, have gone wrong. Now, I know the history. People say, well, there was the Olympics, and they just they tore down certain parts of the city then, and they've had, you know, that money in Atlanta Speaks. But I'm just curious because it seems like some of this doesn't even make sense to you. So explain, am I missing something? You
1: absolutely are not missing anything. What you just alluded to is what we call the Atlanta way, mm-hmm. where... Those more affluent, those more politically astute, often those who are in seats of political authority, those Black people have this contract with the white supremacist infrastructure that says, we will give you status, we will give you a title, we will make sure that your children can get into exclusive places in exchange for you keeping those other Negroes in check. Mm -hmm. Keep them over there. Make sure that you further our interests. As long as you do that and we make money, you'll make money. Your children will make money. Your children will have access to things that you never did. And those people will stay where they are so that we can maintain power.
0: But that in a way, that contract means that you didn't got to see your people die.
1: You have to. And when you mentioned the 1996 Olympics, they built the Atlanta City Detention Center specifically for the Olympics to take all of the houseless people who were on the streets that the city of Atlanta neglected and they put them there. There were officers during that time walking around with tickets that were pre-printed that said black male houseless and they were using the word homeless at that time. So when you think about that, there is no wonder how we get to a place where Cop City has now become a vision, particularly given the fact that the inception of Cop City came on the heels of the 2020 uprisings when people said that they were sick and tired of being sick and tired of seeing Black people killed by police and nothing being done about it. Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, And Ahmaud Aubrey was not by police, but was by white men who the infrastructure sought to even protect, right? To try to say that they were defending themselves and it was okay, or they were making a citizen's arrest, right? You had Rayshard Brooks, which was so senseless. And in the state of Georgia, Oscar Cain Jr., right. Jimmy Atchison, yep. Jamaria Robinson, Jabril Robinson, Andrew Smyrna, Jarvis Likes, Javis Benjamin, DeAndre Phillips, Katherine Johnson, Alexia Christian, Uri Lee Martin, and the list goes on of Black people killed by police. And where was the justice? Mm. So Black people turned out in record numbers. And yes, there were other people in the streets with us. So what was evident to the city of Atlanta was that people were not going to take it anymore. And they were afraid of losing their grip of control around people. When the people of Buckhead saw us protesting out here, it was like, oh, no, y'all ain't holding up your end of the bargain. Y'all got to get them. They can't be here. We don't want them here. Get it right or we are leaving. The neighborhood of Buckhead threatened the city of Atlanta with secession. Mm. In Cop City is the compromise. Wow, wow. Understand that right here where we sit, this little nest that we're sitting in in Buckhead holds 40% of the tax revenue of the city of Atlanta. So think about what this income means to the city of Atlanta. And these politicians have proven time and again That money talks and democracy walks in the city of Atlanta. So the repression amped up because right after that in 2021, 2022, you see all of this legislation coming through the Georgia General Assembly aimed at the right to dissent, aimed at protesters. They even wanted to push through a bill that would have made it legal for someone to murder a protester. Would have made it legal for people to see you protesting in the street and hit you with a car, shoot you, stab you, man you, and it would have been fine because in their eyes, you are on the side of law enforcement. They wanted to make it so that you cannot even say a cross word to law enforcement. And where I'm from, words are words. And yes, they have power, but at the same time, I have the freedom of speech, right? So I can say what I want and what I feel as long as it does not endanger anyone's life. And I should not say anything that's not true. But if I'm simply expressing my feelings, I should have the right to that and one of the biggest components of Cop City and what this project means is state repression. It means that if you don't agree with Andre Dickens and the City of Atlanta City Council, then you get locked up. Sometimes for no reason at all, but at least now you might get locked up. Tortuguita, Manny, did not have that chance. They were murdered in cold Blood. Yep. And it is so reminiscent of the murder of Jamaria Robinson. When Jamaria Robinson was murdered in East Point, there was a task force. Just like there was a task force that went into the forest and murdered Manny. Jamaria Robinson stood at the top of the stairs with his hands up.
0: And Manny for those is Torcheguita.
1: Yes, Manny is Tortuguita. His Tortug- name is Manuel Esteban Fayesteran. We knew him as Tortuguita. He's our
0: non-binary cousin.
1: Absolutely. Non-binary relative of ours defending the forest. And how were people defending the forest? By simply occupying the forest. And let me be very clear that the part of the forest that was occupied was Entrenchment Creek Park, which we know by the native name, Wilani People's Park, which was public property. Public property belonging to DeKalb County, you want to say that people were trespassing on this property as they defended the force, that is a blatant lie. Most of the arrests that were made on that property in connection to protesting Cop City were made on public property. Those arrests are, in effect, illegal, right? So as Tortuguita sat meditating, legs crossed, hands raised, they were riddled with 57 bullet holes. Now, in order for 57 bullets to go through your body, you know how many rounds have to be fired? And it was proven through the official autopsy that at least one of them was post-range. Same thing they did to Jamari and Robinson. So you have, in the city of Atlanta, you see these task forces that will be convened made up of various law enforcement institutions out the state. And in the case of Tortuguita, it was a Georgia state trooper who murdered them. They claim, the GBI claims, that Tortuguita fired at this officer first and injured him, which was the cause for them being executed the way they were. There was body cam footage released soon after, Tortuguita was murdered, that showed officers speaking amongst themselves saying, hey, I think he hit his own man. Mm. Meaning that officer who was hit was hit by friendly fire.
0: Mm.
1: To this day, we don't know the name of the officer who was supposedly injured. We have never seen a photo of an injury, no interviews, nothing. However, what we do know is that Tortuguita did not fire a weapon because there was no gunshot residue found on his hands, on their hands. Someone came back and said, well, um, there's there's trace evidence of something that could be likened to gunshot residue on their hands. And what we know from professionals who do the work is that when you are shot close range, gunshot residue can be on your person. That's right. That's so that's right. when we look at this cover-up, something is not right, and we know that they were looking to kill someone that day. Mm. It just happened to be Tortugita because you do not go into a forest in a raid. If you claim, as they did, that there were booby traps and all types of things set up in that forest, who goes in there without knowing exactly where they're going and what they're up against? Mm -hmm. Who does that if they are not looking to kill? So what Tortuguita's murder tells us is that this law enforcement entity in the state of Georgia, whether it be Georgia State Patrol, whether it be the city of Atlanta police, whether it be DeKalb County, Fulton County, Georgia Department of Public Safety, whoever, they have no problem murdering with impunity. Mm. And this is what we have seen happen time and again.
0: And the time frame in this actually is is interesting mm-hmm. and also just sad because it happens in the middle of January. Yes, which is obviously the celebration of the doctor, Martin Luther King's mm-hmm. birthday. So mm-hmm. around you, I think that Dr. King's birthday is January 15th, and for the Gita, they are killed on January 18th yes. or around that time frame. Mm-hmm. So it's just sad because all of this has some kind of symbolism. So I want to get to the city council. city council had a hearing, mm-hmm. and knowing that the city council has a lot of people of color on it, I know they voted against it, right?
1: against this project. (laughs) No, they voted against the people. They voted not only, so let's go back to the beginning of when they first introduced policy. Yeah, that's
0: important.
1: People came out overwhelmingly in negative response to that proposal. 17 hours of public comment during the middle of the COVID pandemic proved to the Atlanta City Council that the people of Atlanta at large do not want cop city. However, the majority of that body still voted in favor of that project. And those council people who were in districts that were mainly populated by us, black people, the people in those districts who voted in favor of cop city are no longer on the council. So that in and of itself should have sent a message to the city of Atlanta City Council of exactly what the people of Atlanta are about and what we will do when you go against us. Now, over these past few months, we have shown up overwhelmingly at city council meetings, at committee meetings Back. to express our dissent to cop city, right? Yep. So when you joined us last week, city hall was literally at capacity. Yeah. There were hundreds inside, hundreds more outside. Yep we had simultaneous rallies inside and outside of city hall we stayed there until almost 6 a.m tuesday morning for public comment we stayed until every person got to speak during that time i believe there may have been five people who spoke in favor many of them paid by the mayor one of whom by the name of alan lee Um, decided that he was going to buck up at me in the hallway of city hall because I asked his young associate who made reference to me if she would like to speak with me, if we could have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Because what I do when people want to understand my view and people are in my immediate vicinity, I say, hey, meet me outside. Mm -hmm. Let's have a conversation because you are obviously mistaken about why I'm here based on the comments that you made, and I wanna help you understand what this means to me. Because out of everybody who spoke in favor of Cop City, none of them live in the area. None of them has a 90-year-old granny who still lives there with aunts, uncles, cousins, and friends who still live there. None of them only moved from the area a month ago. None of them. Know who I am or have my experience, right, related to this particular project? They are all people who stand to benefit from whatever the mayor's favor gives them.
0: Whose district is on the council for this?
1: So technically, no one, no, because it is because in unincorporated town. So then, but the people adjacent uh, where it is within the city of Atlanta city limits, Liliana Bakhtiari is the council member that would represent that district. And they have been very vocal about their opposition to this. One surprising thing is that she, they, um, is one of the newer council people who was not on council. We got the person who was her predecessor out because that person was in favor of Cop City. Got it. And Lewis, another council person His predecessor actually introduced the resolution for Cop City. They are no longer here. Jason Dozier, his predecessor, was in favor of Cop City. So we know that when it comes down to it, the people of Atlanta have spoken in different ways to this council. But they paid a couple of people. And when I say paid, I mean they had to have done some type of favors for these people because they told us that we could not get into City Hall until 11.15. Yeah. Remember the line we stood in to sign up for public comment? How come Allen Lee and his whole crew were the first ones to walk into the municipal clerk's office to sign up for public comment? And they came from upstairs right in a breakout room in one of the overflow rooms. But City Hall was not supposed to be accessible to the public until 11.15.
0: So that leads to this, that leads to, so for folks who are listening, watching, however, you're consuming this great conversation. Thank you so much for this, just this for you, your activism, for what you do, and every, everything. Uh, up Caucus is against cops. 100%. We are against it. For murder reasons, the mm-hmm. environmental justice reasons, the climate justice reasons, the racial justice reasons, the policing reasons, yes. the budgetary reasons, oh, yes. the 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 putting we need to put the money toward um, health care with the health yes. reasons. Yes. We have a whole it, educational reasons. Yes. we we got we 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 have tons of reasons, And yes. So we are going to just lend our little power to this process, and so we're asking that all of those within the culture. Um, who, are, who understands what it means yes. to truly be hip hop?
1: Yes. 100%. Yes. And what is hip hop? Hip hop is our expression, right? Because right. hip hop came at a time re- back to Motown yeah. when you had black artists who had their songs, music, and creativity co opted. That's right. Right? We had to change it. They whitened it up, they made it more palatable for white people black people could not get the rights to their music at the time there was so much disenfranchisement so then you move on in time coming up to 60s you know late 70s and we got disco going on still widely appealing to white people but hip-hop when hip-hop came along that's right. Hip-hop was our voice. It was not only our voice in music. Hip-hop became our voice in politics, in the social landscape. Hip-hop, in many aspects, has become our voice, even in spirituality, because the elements of hip-hop and what it means to be truly hip-hop embody community and what it is to live in community with people. So, hip-hop should be against well, Cop
0: City. Well, Hip Hop Caucus, hip-hop
1: caucus is definitely 100% is 100% against, Cop, against City. Cop
0: City. But when we want to make sure the rest of hip yes, hop joins in that. And also, this yes. year, hip hop um, was, for many, it was created on August 11th of of 1973, which makes this the 50th yes. anniversary of hip hop. This, this is about the next steps. So we want to get into the nuts mm-hmm. and bolts of what we, we got to do now. 'Cause obviously I was making a little joke and it was actually because i just I'm so sorry to see particularly a bunch of handkerchief, you know, folks up there, you mm-hmm. know, doing this stuff and, and not building the will of the people. Yes. That's we'll come into another conversation. But for this conversation, this folks know they voted for it. Yes. But there's but there's but there's another way. Absolutely. It's to get it to the people. Okay. And that's the referendum. So talk about referendum yes. and exactly what needs to be done around a referendum. And then when it, when it gets the ballot.
1: So because the Atlanta City Council voted overwhelmingly against the people of the city of Atlanta, we have decided to go further and exercise our right as residents of the state of Georgia and take advantage of our state constitution, which states that the people can by a ballot referendum have a vote when they are disenfranchised. So what the referendum means is that, number one, we have petitioned the municipal clerk of the city of Atlanta to have a ballot referendum. So that means we have first submitted an application for a petition to get a vote on Cop City. It means that when you go to a ballot box in the next election in the city of Atlanta, there would be a ballot question about Cop City. This is what the people people of Atlanta were never given in the first place, which is a vote. No one asked them about Cop City. No one did surveys or polling to see what the climate was in communities in the city of Atlanta. They simply introduced it then they rammed it through despite a, a spike in the funding for it that will come from taxpayers. So because of that, this referendum petition requires 75,330 signatures from registered voters within the city limits of the city of Atlanta. When we looked at this, not going to be easy but because of the overwhelming support that this movement has and the way people have shown up at city hall giving hours and hours of public comment we really did not care about the challenges because we know that the best thing we can do is have the people of the city of atlanta participate in direct democracy by voting for or against cop City. Right? right so once we get our certification from the municipal clerk we have sixty days. Sixty days to collect seventy-five thousand three hundred and thirty signatures. Okay,
0: walk us through that slowly. So we the, the city council meeting was on June 5th. Yes. And then after that atrocity of a vote, then the first was given to the clerk. Mm-hmm. And then the clerk has seven days, so that was the Wednesday. Yes, it would have been the like 7th. the seventh. Mm-hmm. So then the clerk has to the 14th yes. of June. Mm-hmm. And so on the fourteenth of June, then that's when the six the six day clock starts. Yes. Okay, which is around, ironically. Juneteenth. Well, it'll be Juneteenth, but the 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 six days is going to be ending around August eleventh. Yes. Which is the fifth anniversary of hip hop. Of hip hop. So this the the -hmm. the best birthday. Yes. That hip hop could ever get. Yes. It would be getting the signatures. Yes. On the ballot. Mm-hmm. To stop in Cap City. Absolutely. Okay. And, make that was clear.
1: And this petition only gives us the ballot referendum. Yes. It only puts the question on the ballot. So
0: the, the, after the that, after, and that November would be in November. Seventh, right? 5th, Not 7th? sure
1: the exact okay. date.
0: All right. But we do but know. That, but that first Tuesday, first first day Tuesday after the second Got Monday
1: it. in November. That that Got type it. of thing. But when we win. Actually, let me go back. When we get all of the required signatures for the petition and it is approved for a question about Cop City to go on November's ballot, then we got to hit the ground running again. 100%. Right? So this is literally a race from now until November. This is hard work, boots on the ground, knocking doors, finding people where they shop, finding people where they eat, Finding people next door to you if you have to, to say, don't you believe that the people of Atlanta should have a voice?
0: Sometimes that, if that ballot is worded kind of funny.
1: Yes, yes. So
0: do we know what that wording is going to be? So
1: we don't know what yes. it's going
0: to be. Well, no one. Yes, But we will
1: know once we get it approved.
0: Right? We get approved, okay.
1: So um, one thing that we are because doing. cop City
0: isn't called cop City. It is
1: called, called the Atlanta Public Safety Training Facility, yes. I believe um
0: so we have to make sure ma- that people understand what that wording is
1: yes language and messaging is extremely important Very so we so. are still actively doing message testing because we want to make sure that however we have to form this this language we want to make sure that that is clearly communicated to people <laughs> that people understand what a vote for or against means. So, as we canvas, we will be speaking to people in the exact language of the petition.
0: Let's go through this again. So, the petition to be on the ballot has been given to the clerk. Mm-hmm. The clerk has seven days going through that process. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, by uh, June 14th, mm-hmm. right? And once that happens, we'll have the language.
1: You know what, Rev? Yeah. Now that I think of it, I I want to say that the petition application that we submitted, yeah, that we had to provide that language. It will go on the ballot in the same language.
0: Okay. Actually, you got I can that. get that for you. Let's get it. <laughs> let's get that language. This is we do This is a, a critical. yeah. Let's get it. <laughs> okay now uh. Okay very
1: simple
0: okay yeah.
1: very simple language And what it will say is, shall the City of Atlanta Ordinance 21 0 0367, which is the original ordinance that authorized Cop City, Mm. authorizing the ground lease of 381 acres of forested land to the City of Atlanta Police Foundation for the construction of a $100 million police training facility be repealed? Mm. Basically, what that is saying is, Shall the city of Atlanta repeal that ordinance authorizing the building of Cop City? And we want people to say
0: yes, yes, repeal it. Yes, repeal. Okay. We
1: want them to say yes, repeal that, and it will be that simple. So all of our messaging will center around repeal.
0: Yes, we repeal. We need you to say yeah. yes
1: to this ballot measure. We need you to say yes to education. Yes, to more community resources. Yes, to mental mental health services. Yes, Yes to policing alternatives and diversion. Yes, to clean air. Yes, to clean water. Yes, to an effective green space where you can be in community. Mm. Yes, to the city of Atlanta. And yes, Black people, we think that you deserve to live too.
0: Man, so we have 60 days. 60 days. To get that on the ballot. Yes. And we need how many signatures again?
1: 75,330.
0: 75,330. 75,330. That's a lot. It is. That's a lot. So are we now working, as you mentioned, Juneteenth? Mm Mm-hmm. So are we going to kick it off Juneteenth?
1: Yes. To start
0: to get those signatures and
1: yes, yes, and, yes,
0: and get the right signatures so they can be so then they get thrown out and get certified, all that kind of stuff.
1: You know, even the most well-intentioned voters at times are mistaken about when they're eligible to vote in certain places in elections. Yeah. Someone might forget that during the last election, whatever the criteria is that we have to abide by to get these signatures, that person might have moved before then and <laughs> forgot. That they changed their address. So maybe they think they're still eligible. They're not quite sure. We want your signature anyway, because we will verify it. Yeah. So we definitely want to make sure that we get more than that required number. And we will, because we know that people forget. Yeah. Not only do they forget, sometimes people are just mistaken because they honestly thought that they were eligible in a certain place at a certain time. And that's no no detriment to them if they sign this petition. This is not voter fraud of any kind because we do have to certify these signatures yeah. and that these people are
0: eligible. Yeah, so and the if it don't match the distro mouth exactly and, and
1: keep counting. So
0: keep keep with us, keep counting.
1: Keep counting. So we will be out in these streets next weekend, this upcoming weekend actually, making sure that we touch people where they are in the city of Atlanta to let them know that we are going ahead with this ballot referendum.
0: And the referendum has to be signed signature. It can't be...
1: Has to be. Has to be a okay. what some people call a wet signature. A I mean wet you, signature. Have sign you have to with sign with pen on, on paper. So you gotta, so you gotta
0: find the process. You gotta go to
1: people. You go to we people.
0: have to go to people
1: and have to make it so that people can even if we don't physically go to you, that we can mail it to you and you can mail it back.
0: I just have a couple more questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: uh after this we are going to get this yes, we on are. the ballot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that means that from then August through November, it's a whole other piece. We are
1: still out and we are still having to say hit it hard to make sure now that people turn out to vote.
0: Let's keep going on there. We say mm-hmm. we accomplish the first pass. Mm-hmm. We get it on the ballot. mm mm-hmm. We accomplished the second task. Folks vote to repeal it. Yes. Vote yes to repeal. Then what's next? What happens next? Is it done? Is it over?
1: The initiative to stop Cop City, the building on that site, is over. But the fight against police and state repression is not over. No. The fight for environmental justice is not over. The fight for economic justice is not over. The fight for reproductive justice and all of the things that Cop City stands to impact is not over because it's Cop City today. What will it be tomorrow? And it's Atlanta today. Where do we need to go tomorrow?
0: And at the end, we do all these things. We get it on the ballot. Hopefully by the 50th anniversary of hip hop, mm-hmm. August eleventh. Yes. We are voting in November. Mm-hmm. And we vote yes to repeal. It'll be November. We will stop this. But full circle, two months later will be the one anniversary of the assassination. He wouldn't they would not be here to see this and so I guess when we get to that point what would you want to tell them
1: I do want to tell them that it's because of their spirit that we made it through that this movement is guided by their spirit and the love that they had for their people for the land and for justice They wanted freedom. They wanted self-determination for people. And I would tell them, as they already knew, that their living was not in vain because it was literally their murder that was the shock heard around the world. It was their assassination that made people want to know about their life and what it meant for them to be a forest defender. And that is something that I know they are proud of.
0: Viva Tortuguita.
1: Viva Tortuguita. Tortuguita Viva. Thank you, Thank you so much, Ray.
0: Like what you heard on this episode? Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow us at Think 100 Climate and at Hip Hop Caucus on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Visit show.com where you can take action for climate justice right now. You can also learn more about this podcast and donate to Think 100%, which is a non-profit project. Thank you for listening and all power to repeat. It's the coolest show you know. It's the coolest show you know.